quids. Can't believe you fucking shot me. 50 Randy quids. Kappa was detained from his body. 50 Randy quids. Don't fuck with daddy. We watch movies so you don't have to. Welcome to 50 Randy Quades, a movie review podcast i am your host with the most nicholas cage movies i am the fresh prince of con air the prime millennial and your boy chucky b and with me the two most finest co-hosts this side of the mississippi at first we got i'm jt money and i would I resent having to share the title of most finest co-host. <laughs> I want my own title, damn it. Johnny, don't fuck with Daddy Spade. I learned that from this movie. You know that's right. It's like that game, Don't Wake Daddy, but don't fuck with him. And this is episode 150, Speed. I knew you were going to manage to turn a... Let's see here. Five letter word into a 15 letter word. That's what I do. That's what I do. Because you know what? We just watch speed. And if you have any questions or comments, you can go to 50randyquades.com. You can let us know what the fuck is up. (laughs) So I just read ahead to the tagline for this movie. And all I could think is that's for the wrong movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess it's not. It's uh, get ready for rush hour. It, yeah, it, it yeah. works. And this doesn't have Jackie Chan. What movie? That came out, what, 96, 97? I think so. Roughly. I'm going to say that's exactly when it came out. 96 or 97. I'm going to say 98. Boom. We're not going to manage to look it up, are we? Fucking Price is Right in it. It's 1998, boys. It is. It is. All right. So rush hour is 1998. Speed is 1994. And here is the trailer for the aforementioned Speed. All right, pop quiz. Airport, gunman with one hostage. He's using her for cover. He's almost to a plane. You're 100 feet away. What do you think? Shoot the hostage. What? Go for the good wound and he can't get to the plane with her. Clear shot. You're deeply nuts, you know that? All right, gentlemen, what we have here are 13 passengers in an express elevator. Bomb's already taken out cables. Bomber wants $3 million or he blows the emergency brakes. Anything else that'll keep this elevator from falling? Uh, the basement. He can strike anywhere. At any time. Will the mystery guest please sign in? Why are they messing with me? Do they think I'm doing this for fun? For L.A. cop Jack Traven. Tell me again, Harry. Why did I take this job? Oh, come on. 30 more years of this, you get a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch. Cool. The game began. Very exciting, Jack. Some close calls, huh? When someone put the city of Los Angeles to the ultimate test. Pop quiz, hotshot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? No. Are you insured? Yeah, why? He's the only solution. We just got a ransom demand from your terrorist. Says he's rigged the city bus. Where's Jack? 
Where do you think? Stay on or get off. Get off. This is much better. Everybody hold on! trigger aimed at your head, what do you do? What do you do? Speed. Get ready for rush hour. And we are back on the bus again. When were we ever on the bus before? Do not remember. Oh, oh, Dumb and Dumber. There was definitely a bus in Dumb and Dumber. Shang-Chi, there was a bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, it wasn't a bus, but the train to Busan. Oh, so it's, it a so it's not a... So it's kind of like a vehicle. It's kind of... All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I can't do that. It's kind of like the same physics as when that, like, that bus in this movie takes a turn going 50 miles an hour that you couldn't have done. It's kind of like how in this movie, that bus is clearly going like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves, though, please. Oh, you mean this action? Oh, no, never mind. No. So <laughs> you gotta. if you're new to this podcast <laughs> show, 50 Ready Quades, uh, we talk about everything. Or clearly, at least we mean to, because we're getting to the spoilers before we've given you the warning. So go ahead and intro that warning, Chucky B. Well, I mean, we do give a warning. And I mean, come on, guys. Like, this movie came out in 94. This is like forever ago, almost 30 years. So, but either way, here's a warning. And then it's going to be three seconds long. And then we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. In three, two, one. So Dennis Hopper's fucking crazy ex-cop retired grudge against the system decides to put a bomb on a bus to get back at Keanu Reeves for stopping a previous bomb thing that he did. Oh, and by the way, hot Sandra Bullock's on the bus and they fall in love when Jack saves her. And no one dies except for an old lady and Dennis Hopper. Oh, a bunch of people die. Who else dies? Harry and a bunch of cops when they go into... Oh, I forgot about the whole house full of cops that died. Also, in the very beginning of the movie, the guy that Hopper kills when he stabs him in the fucking head with a screwdriver or a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that guy doesn't matter because that's literally the first thing that happens in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the first thing after the credits. Stabbed right in the head with a screwdriver. Fuck that guy. He's useless. Doesn't count as dead. And neither does the House of Cops, as far as I'm concerned. Just the old lady and Dennis Hopper. I mean, the old lady really doesn't count. Oh, no. That was the greatest death in the whole fucking movie. She gets greedy and tries to jump off that bus. And then, boom. Bus, bomb blows the floor out from underneath of her. And then the bus runs her ass over. Like, it's what you get, bitch. Just sit down. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> so, okay. If you haven't figured out, the movie Speed is an action-adventure thriller from June 10, 1994. Perfect. Beautiful. This movie is rated R, though, just so you guys know. 
for its violence and language. Yep. And when this movie Speed debuted in the theater, it debuted at number one for $14.4 million in its first weekend at the box office, blowing all of the competition to smithereens. That's not even accurate because at number two, you have the Flintstones in week three pulling in 12.6. That's only 1.8 less than the debuting speed. And I'll tell you right now, baby, I own the Flintstones on VHS as a child. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh, it's not good. Uh, I've seen it. It's, I agree, not good. I don't, I haven't watched it probably since I was 10 or younger. So I don't imagine I'm going to feel like it's any better now. But even as a kid, I was like, this isn't good. I just like the Flintstones. Yeah, like, I feel like I was probably like 11 or 12 when I first saw it. Like first saw it? More. I did like the Jetsons more, but they never made like live action. Either. Did like it more. Yeah. I liked Scooby-Doo and uh, G.I. Joe's and Turtles. I mean, I liked dozens of cartoons. There were yeah, so many to watch. Though. Oh, dude, I, I did like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. I like Scooby-Doo. I like Garfield and Friends. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I like Muppet Babies. Oh, yeah. Did you like number three on this list? City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. No. Well, it made $11.5 million. And it's, uh, first, first City week. Slickers is a good movie. I believe I've seen this, but I'm not 100% sure. I probably haven't seen it in a very long time either. And maybe when I saw it, it just wasn't for me anyway. But I know the first City Slickers was good the last time I watched it. Uh, I really did like number four, though, Maverick. That's the Mel Gibson in fucking Jodie Foster, right? Uh, the poker movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, $6.8 million in its fourth week at the box office. I don't know what number five is. Renaissance Man, 4.2 in its second week. Sounds like a Russell Crowe movie, but I know it can't be. I think it's like an action movie with... Jetley. I want to say. Rob Van Dam. Not Rob Van Dam. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> no, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Rob Van Dam. Let's find out, boys. Let's find out. It is a comedy drama. What was wrong? It's not a Wesley Snipes film, then. No. Who the fuck is in Danny DeVito, Mark Wahlberg, Gregory Hines, Stacey Dash? James Remar, a.k.a. the dad from Dexter. And then a whole bunch of other people. Ed Begley Jr. Huh. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Not Jet Li. Not... Who else did you guess? Oh, Wesley Snipes. Rob Van Dam. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) In in its second week, it brought in $4.2 million at the box office. But that is our top five of uh, June... 10, 1994. What was the budget on this, buddy? Okay, according to Google, it's uh, the budget for this movie was $28 million. Sounds about right. And this movie made a shitload of money. It did make a lot of money. Did it make a busload of money? <laughs> it did. <laughs> did it make a train load of money? Oh, it did. A money no, train? Never mind. That's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Have you seen the movie Money Train? No. I own it. Cool. <laughs> Look it up. It's great. Yeah, I'll do that later. So this domestically made $121.2 million. And in all foreign lands, 
$229.2 million. This movie made stupid fucking money because it's great. All said and done, $350.4 million. This movie made $325 plus million. That's crazy. Made money. I understand why it had a sequel. The sequel was not good. Never watched it. Oh, it's brutal. Sandy B returns, but she's the only good thing about that movie. Keanu Reeves said, "Uh, I don't think so. Probably the right call. Oh, definitely the right call. Was he in The Matrix? That was, I think Speed 2 would have come out before The Matrix. The Matrix was like 99. So Graham Yost is the writer of this screenplay and did a great job right your host with the yost (laughs) nicholas cage movies then who directed this jan de bond i like it works good director or or jan de bond i would have said jan (laughs) then uh who do we got as the star actors of the movie speed fucking keanu reeves as jack traven Sick name, sick name, Jack Traven. My girl, Sandy B, Sandra Bullock, playing Annie, the Wildcat. Then we got my boy, Dennis Hopper, as Howard Payne. Then, uh, hilarious story here with the fucking Jeff Daniels thing. Absolutely hilarious. So, Jeff Daniels plays Harry, right? And Yeah. When I was taking notes about this movie, I jokingly put... Keanu shoots Harry in the leg to save the day, meaning like I was like, because I couldn't think of his name in the movie. So I was like, oh, Harry from Dumb and Dumber. And then I was like, oh, shit, his name is Harry in this movie. And so I was like, that's fucking hilarious because I was like, this is like a different timeline where Harry never meets Lloyd and he becomes a cop. Movie came out the exact same year, too. 1994. So I was like, this is fucking hilarious. So let me also add into the mix here. As a passenger on the bus, annoying tourist Doug Stevens, Alan Ruck. Who was yeah, I thought about putting things. Ruck on there. And also, the poor old woman who dies, Helen, Beth Grant, who's been in a shit ton of things. She has. Uh, Donnie, Donnie Darko, specifically the one I think of off the top of my head. There's a guy in the very beginning, too, on the elevator. His name was Bob in the movie. He's in a lot of shit, but I don't know. No, I wrote it down. I wrote that down somewhere else. His name is uh, Peter Fischler, I think. Uh, I know him from Mulholland Drive, but again, he's been in a ton of shit. Yeah, he's been Fischlering around. He's like, Bob, what button did you push? Patrick Fischler. There we go. Good name. Like the Fischler. (laughs) He's listed in the credits as friend of executive. Nice. Nice. They called him Bob. He had a name. Nope, not in the credits. That was improv. Well, that is literally pretty much the opening. Well, after the head stab, we get to a whole bunch of office people getting into an elevator, and he's there yeah. pushing but pushing buttons that have already been pushed. Do you have any uh, more people down written down? No, I'm going to stop. I'm just saying that we've set the scene. Now let's get the breakdown. All right, good old fashioned Australian breakdown. A young police officer must prevent a bomb exploding aboard a city bus by keeping the speed above 50 miles per hour. Since you're doing Australian there, what is that in kilometers now? I don't know that, mate. I only know how to read. Can't do the maths. You only know how to read. You can't. You did call it maths. I don't know if that's something they do in Australia. I know they do it in the UK. Well, you got that there, buddy. (laughs) 
What are you waiting for? I'm not- okay, so the first thing I have written down is Hopper stabs some dude in the head. We've already covered that. We're on the elevator already. I set the stage. Yeah, 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 Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. So when they're on that elevator, I did write down at some point, he says, oh, you know, like 30 more years of this, and they give you a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch. And then that comes back to haunt them. Or not haunt them, but like set up the bomb later in the movie. Well, yeah, it was the script just kind of being like, hey, if you're paying attention, you're going to remember this line later because... Well, that also is what brings them to finding out who Dennis Hopper is. So this elevator's going down, boom, bomb blows, cables are fucked. It's free falling, emergency brakes kick on, it's fucking locked and loaded. And the SWAT team shows up, though, because this shit's serious. That's where we meet. We meet Harry Temple, which I just think of, you know, a man who has Harry Temples. And Jack Traven, uh, I think of as a pirate's name. Or just like a young badass. Yeah, no pirate's name. And so <laughs> this is where we find out that, that Pain, we don't know it's Pain, but, or they Major know that Pain. He, but Major Pain wants $3 million. By, I don't know, some unreasonable time. 23 minutes or some shit like that from that point. Yeah, he's all like, dude, he's like, I've given you long enough. Give me my money. I deserve my money. Where's my money at? So the scene where they pull up was ridiculous. I had to rewind it for a minute because they come flying over that fucking hill and that, what is that, a fucking, (laughs) some Ford or something. Off the ground. And I had to rewind it because I was like, that tire looked like it was going to fucking break off. And I rewound it. I'm like, it, they don't give you enough time to really see it, but it looks like that tire is fucking going sideways and the hubcaps popping off. That's probably why you don't see it. They added it right before the car gets fucked. That's crazy. Yeah, but that shit was hilarious, though. Yeah. So Harry and Jack go to look at the situation, like go to the elevator and try and figure out what the fuck is going on. While everyone else goes and like jerks off outside or something. I don't know what the rest of the team was doing. Well, and then like earlier during that scene too, that's when Harry says that line that I said to Keanu. And then he also says like pop quiz. And then that's something that Hopper's character says throughout the movie when he's talking to Keanu. So it's like they, they're setting up a lot of the dialogue for later. So it's just showing that Hopper was there listening to them the whole time. Something that they even devise while they're there. Oh, yeah. They show us from the beginning that he's listening in to everything. And so they're able to figure out a plan to where they're able to stop the hell, uh, the elevator from like being blown up or whatever. And like they escape the dude's plan, basically. And they're able to save all the hostages. And... That's when Hopper ends up taking Harry. He's got him and he's like, I'm going to blow him up or whatever. And he's all like, because they were talking earlier and he's like, oh, just shoot the hostage. Take them out of the situation. So he's like, he tells Harry, he's like, shoot the hostage, right? And he fucking shoots him in the leg and he goes out and he's like, I can't believe you fucking shot me. And I'm all like, dude, that's when you just shoot fucking Hopper right there and you end this entire movie right now. But no, Hopper gets away. No, he had, remember off. he had he had his hand on the trigger though. If he lets go of the trigger, the bomb goes and they all oh, die. I guess that's true. That's his that's his trump card. The entire movie is when he's in a situation, he's got a trigger in his hand. And he's like, I'll blow everyone the fuck up if you kill me right now. So yeah, like a bomb goes off in the basement, 
and they kind of assume that he died in the blast. Because like he says later in the movie, they don't even count body parts at scenes like this. So apparently they didn't look for any human matter whatsoever. Or he had another body stashed out there that blew up in his place. Yeah, maybe maybe it was the body of the security guard that he had killed. And they're like, ah, oh, there's a body. Like, it's got to be that guy. Or they figured you wouldn't think too hard about the police just being like, that motherfucker's dead and moving on. Because what was it, like, a year or two later he pops back up again? Or no, it's not that long. Is, is it right away? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's like right away. No, it is. Like, it's like it's the next like day. It's the next, next morning. Day. It's the next morning because yeah, they go they out go and out fucking and they get, and they get drunk party, as fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the next morning comes along and Keanu goes to like his favorite little coffee shop to get a coffee and a muffin. And his buddy, the bus driver, strolls in. He's like, hey, there. How you doing, man? You you up partying last night? And he's like, yeah, man, we're painting the town red. What's up? And he's like, ah, well, you know, just have a good day. Hey. And he he walks off and he goes into his bus and then boom, that motherfucker explodes. Right. And then Keanu's like, what the fuck? And he goes chasing after it. And then he hears like this like payphone ringing. And so he picks it up and he's like, who's this? And Hopper's like, I want my $3 million. You owe it to me. You need to get on this other bus. It's 25-25. If it goes over 50, the bomb is triggered. If it goes under 50, bus blows up. You try to save the day, cowboy. And he tells him where the bus is at, and then Keanu goes running after it. Yep. Uh, That is when we meet Annie Porter, Sandra Bullock's character, running to catch that bus that she's late to catch. And so once she gets on the bus, it is like a pretty crazy chase just for Keanu to get to that bus, right? He's trying to get to that bus. The bus is like, they're showing us like the fucking miles per hour thing, the speedometer. And it's like almost go. It's like creeping up, right? And you're like, oh no, it can't go above 50, right? And you're just like freaking out. And, and like, he's fucking... He ends up hijacking his Jaguar, man, and he's fucking riding, and he's like, dude, I got to get to this bus, so the bus is going, they show the speedometer again, it's like at 40, and you're like, oh, shit. And oh, like, no, 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 dude, that speedometer was all the way up to like 48. Dude, it was like creeping, though. It was it was crazy. No, but it got all the way up to 48 at the point that you're talking about, and oh, that's okay. when... That's when he has dude write a sign that says bomb on bus. And you see that driver's eyes just go like, oh, fuck. Well, Keanu's like, fuck, I got to get back and like talk to this dude to tell him about the 50 miles an hour thing. Because he sees that he's slowing down, even though he's now already gone over the 50 miles an hour. So he like slams on his brakes and detaches the door from the Jaguar. Oh, yeah. He's like, you got insurance, right? And then he jumps on the bus. And then the Jaguar crashes into some, like, water buckets. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's what the guy was saying. And then Keanu gets on the bus, and he's like, don't go under 50. There's a bomb on here. (laughs) I just look at Johnny. He starts laughing. Well, you look like fucking a kid that just watched, like, Toy Story or something for the first time, or... Yeah, you are super jazzed up about this. This movie is great. Sandy B is great. Keanu's great. Dennis Hopper is great. Dude, she's a looker in this movie. Oh, 
by far. The prime Sandy B. So it's I love Sandy B. Oh, and then she has that glorious line where like, so I guess we got we gotta say, how did the fucking Oh, so Homeboy gets on the bus, right? Keanu's on the bus now, right? And he's saying he's like talking to the passengers and there's the one guy he's like freaking out he's like he's here for me man i know he's here for me man and so he pulls out a gun and keanu's like no man he pulls out his gun and he's like all right man i'm putting my gun away i'm not even a cop right now man i'm just keanu man you just gotta relax man i'm not here for you man i'm sure whatever you did you're sorry about man he's like i gotta fix this bomb on the bus yeah, well, you know what? Ortiz has a different fucking plan because he just straight up tries to tackle the gunman from behind, which gets bus driver Sam shot right through the shoulder. Oh, yeah. And then that's when Annie, our girl Sandy B, jumps into action and into the driver's seat, and she saves the bus from colliding into the wall, right? And then she's all like, I got it. I'm going to slow down. And then that's when Keanu's like, no, man, don't go below 50 bomb is on the bus it will be triggered to blow and she's like what are you talking about man and he's like dude just keep driving go 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 and he slams the foot on the gas and they're going and then finally they're going at a pace where he's like good driving there girl and she's all like yeah i feel like i should probably tell you that the reason i'm taking the bus is i have my license revoked for speeding (laughs) and i was just like i love sandy b Well, now the media is out in full effect already. They got helicopters in the sky broadcasting this shit show to everyone in the country, probably. Oh, yeah. Because this shit's happening in L.A., baby. Like, downtown, prime time. Right? I mean, mostly on the freeways. I mean, it gets to... I don't I don't know what's downtown and what isn't downtown L.A. I've never been to that fucking hellhole before. I mean, I've been there, but I was a kid, so I didn't know. Doesn't count, bitch. I was born in Long Beach. That doesn't mean I've been there. What about you, Johnny? You ever been to... LA? I have. Were you a kid or an adult? No, I was an adult. Was I've been there a couple times. Oh, I hate LA. (laughs) Too many fucking people. Yeah, but I mean, that's Chicago, too. It is a much more populous city than Chicago is. Is Uh, it the most populous city? No, New York is. New York? So we're number three, then? Oh, yeah, for a long time. I just, I guess I never really paid attention to it. My experience in LA is there's traffic all the fucking time. There's fucking lines everywhere you want to fucking go. Ugh, sounds miserable. And hot people judging you for being from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a whitey anyways. You go there and you're a fucking whitey. Everybody's out there tan, running around, fucking rollerblading and shit, smoking, smoking weed on the sidewalk. Well, I mean, that happens here too now. Yeah, now that's legal. But one thing that I wrote down in this my notes for this movie is... When he's talking to Harry on the phone, he's like, I got to get down and look at the bomb, Harry. And Harry's like, all right. And he finds a way to get down in there, right? He opens up that, like, bottom hatch, and he's looking down at it, and he's like, fuck me. And then... Bo- that- bottom hatch sounds like the flap on the back of a pair of onesie pajamas. <laughs> so he's he's got that one dude, Alan Rickman, or Alan Huck. <laughs> Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. Rock me. <laughs> yeah, Keanu says, he says, fuck me. And then Alan's all like, oh, darn. Oh, darn. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's talking to Harry as like the middleman on the yeah. phone. And he doesn't want to repeat fuck me. So there's this pause and he just goes, oh, 
Darn. I fucking that really died. Good. That was really good. And then that's when, what, the bus gets off the freeway and starts well, going well, well, this city. is where, since you wanted to bring it up earlier and make it important, let's keep it important. This is where Keanu sees the gold watch. And oh, everyone yeah. finds out about the gold watch. Uh, and also that there's enough C4 under there to, quote, blow a hole in the world. Well, bitch, I could dig a hole in the world with a shovel. That's not that impressive. Yeah, he just wanted to sound cool. He tried. Tried pretty hard. Well, he tried. No, the person who wrote the screenplay tried really hard to make him sound cool. Is Graham Yost. And while there's a lot of like good callback kind of shit, most of the actual dialogue is pretty fucking shitty. In my a lot opinion. of pianos. Most of all of it is not very good, yeah. in my opinion. But it's delivered well by the people who have the lines in most cases. And it commits to being a bad script, so... Or not script. It's a well-constructed script. It's just bad dialogue. Yeah, the dialogue is not very good. I would agree with you there. Anyway, not important. Uh, they get forced off the freeway because traffic is so bad. But she's still running into cars, running over street signs and street cones and all this other shit. And it's funny because, as you had said earlier, like I'm looking at a lot of these scenes and I'm like... There is no way she's going 50 miles an hour here. It's just not possible to be doing almost anything they do except for go on a straight stretch of road moving at that speed. It's just like when they take that that turn, that right turn, that's like a 90 degree angle. I'm like... There is no fucking way. No, nah, man. They got the people on the bu- on the right side of the bus, and they, you know, distributed their weight evenly. And no, it definitely happened. And the whole time this is going on, we see that Payne is at home, presumably, in his little setup, looking at all the media coverage, eating a sandwich, drinking a Coke, and just having a good old time. He's got a couple of sports games on. Oh, yeah. He's got some football on. He's more He's more invested in the football game than he is in the chase at the time being. Which yeah, is it's weird. So finally, Temple, Harry Temple, sitting there thinking about the gold watch thing. And he tells his junior detectives to go look in to, like, cops in the last ten years. He's like, forget mug shots. Go look into police real quick. See what we can find. And while that's all going on, the lieutenant's up in the chopper. And he's like, yo, Jack, I can get you out of here. Follow my directions. So then Jack starts reeling the directions to Annie. And it's just more running into stuff for a long time. Yeah. And then the hard 90 degree right hand turn happens. And then they're they're able to get onto this freeway that's like under construction. Yeah. And because they're like they're like yeah, according it's empty. to the lieutenant's map, it is finished. Which is insane that they wouldn't have saw that out, right? Like I there's gotta be a reason why there's nobody using that freeway. I don't... Yes, the script. I also don't understand why they didn't get to the airport sooner. Especially because that was a really good plan. To get to the airport and just have it kind of like drive around the airport. Well, that was his quick thinking. He saw the airport was coming up. He's like, oh shit, let's go to the airport. Yeah, I don't think like they realized... You know what I mean? At the moment, realized to do it. And they probably weren't close enough to the airport to get to it until he saw it. It was like, oh fuck, let's get in there. But we have some more ridiculous shit to happen before we get to that. Finally, back to the precinct, Harry's like, dude, it's got to be, looking at the pension fund, this guy's got to be drawing disability right now. I guarantee it. I can just smell it. Yeah. Also, 
he had seen him in the hostage situation in the first event and he's had a fu- he was missing a finger so i think he assumed he'd be drawing from his pension and disability because of oh because of sad injury but they still don't know who this guy is yet yeah though. so that's why they're using that kind of clue to get there in the meantime keanu is able to get in touch with hopper and he's all like hey man you gotta let me get the driver off of this bus because like it'll it'll buy you some goodwill with the money people and we just he needs to get some like medical attention so after a little bit of like talking back and forth hopper agrees these like but i'll be you know he's like i got eyes on you i can see what the fuck's happening don't worry about it i know what the fuck's going on don't try anything fucking funny so they end up getting the shit going to where they get the driver off the bus but then that old lady helen Helen freaks out and she tries to get off the bus, but the cops on the other side are calling for her too because they don't understand what's about to happen and for real if she gets off that bus. Yeah, and she she makes that step and Hopper's like, don't fuck with daddy. <laughs> and he presses the button. She goes kablooey and they run her over. I feel like she went less kablooey and went more splat and then run over. I think the bomb just probably like fucked her feet up, sure, and like took the floor off from under her. But it was the getting run over by the bus thing that really fucked her up. Yeah, that's what probably killed her. And that was pretty brutal, too. Oh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then Annie's all like... At that point, Annie had thought earlier she had already hit a baby when it was really just a carriage full of cans. And Keanu's all like, nah, man, it wasn't a baby. Don't worry about it. But at this point, he's all like, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Like, she tried to kill us all. And, like, don't feel bad because you're not dead. But, hey, hold on. There's another twist. Up ahead, there's, like, 50 feet of road that just isn't there. Just isn't there at all. That's usually how they build those kind of things. They'll just stop with, like, 50 feet unfinished and no construction crews working there. There's no, like, construction equipment anywhere around. Like, they just gave up and stopped constructing that part of the freeway. It was almost like they're like, no, yeah, yeah, it's done. It's done. Don't worry about it. We sent someone to finish it. And it just never happened. Annie's freaking out. And Ken was like, fuck it, dude. Pedal to the metal. Let's jump it, baby. And so, like, my original theory on this is no fucking way this works, right? Then of course I, it doesn't work. I paused and I looked it up. Apparently, Mythbusters did an episode about this where they proved it could actually happen. I don't see how. In the exact same circumstances as this movie, or did it have to have a bigger angle on that takeoff? I didn't necessarily read all that. I just I'm sorry, I'm not off. buying I'm not buying that this setup could actually happen. Fifty feet on that motherfucker I bus? Don't, nah. I don't buy it either. Especially nah. considering like when we saw it happen, it looked like it launched up. Yeah, it was just explicitly. It would it just, just drop. It yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would nosedive over the edge yeah, at a, it very, kinda, at a very might, rapid pace. It might like have like a little bit where it just goes forward, no, and then it would just the, immediately fall. There's there's the wheels in the front and the wheels in the back. And once the wheels off the front are far enough gone, the middle of the bus is going to catch the edge of that fucking ramp and then become a fulcrum point and tip the whole thing forward. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they had enough speed to fucking get away from that. I'm just, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, Maybe I don't buy Maybe Mythbusters proved me wrong, and I'm an idiot, but I still don't believe Mythbusters. Fuck them. They're liars. <laughs> Fuck em. 
Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was funny because I was like, I immediately like paused the movie to like look that up. Well, that's cool. Now they're at the airport. Oh, yeah, because they do clear this jump in the movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, and everything's fine. Nothing gets fucked up on the bus. It's all good. But it isn't until they pull into the airport and run over those fucking like spike strips the wrong way that the tires don't pop, but get a little mangled for later. Yeah, and that's like plays a, a would you say a big part or like a, just kind of like uh. <sighs> It plays a part. I don't know. Because it's not like a big part. Well, that's also not how those things work either. They pop your fucking tires, then your tires are popped. Yeah. You don't ride around on mostly full tires until they slowly fall apart for a while. <laughs> Especially at 50 miles an hour. That would have popped every fucking tire they had on the thing. Boom, 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 boom. Done. You're done. And now you're not going 50 miles an hour anymore. Yeah. The physics of this movie don't make any sense. Uh, you could have just skipped that whole thing and had them hit something in the airfield that would have done whatever happened with the tire later. You know what I mean? Like, it's just silly, because I know how that shit works. You can convince me that you jumped a bus over that, but you can't convince me those tires went over those spikes. Well, then, on top of it, Keanu gets off. Oh, off he gets of off. Bus. He gets off at the end of this movie, too. <laughs> he gets off of this bus, right? Because he talks to Hopper and he's like, hey, man, I need to get off this bus to get you the money, right? Like, I got to talk to these money people because they trust me because I'm Keanu and I got to get you your money, bro, right? So he's like, he gets off the bus and then they like feed him on like this mechanics bed thing. Yep. Under the bus. Yep. So he can try to disarm this bomb which everybody thinks is stupid everybody from passengers to cops are all like this is a dumb idea buddy <laughs> don't get dead guts will only take you so far and then you get killed but obviously his guts worked out for him in this movie they didn't get him killed so he's fucking keanu reeves and so this is when like the only time when those tires pretty much come into play right when like they run over a piece of the like ripped up tire and it shifts the bus or something like that and then keanu's gotta like jump up onto the fucking underside of the bus and he can't get a good fucking grip so he stabs the only thing he can which is the gas tank with a screwdriver or a knife i don't know i don't know if you're stabbing a knife through a gas tank maybe a screwdriver even then though i don't know how thick is he i've never tried to stab a gas tank before well that's what he does to hang on right and then they're able to like move this floor panel to pull him up in and that's when ortiz is like man you got balls the size of grapefruits or something he said he's got big and hairy cojones yeah 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 and sandy b's all like Oh, what's that smell? And Oh, just my big hairy balls. And, and Keanu's like, gas. And she's like, we're leaking gas? Would you feel like you needed another challenge? And like, I, I popped really hard for that. I thought that was funny. You should have like, been like, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But it, it was just like another curveball that they throw in this movie. Well, it, fucking Jack's like, yo, Lieutenant, we need a gas truck over here. And Lieutenant's like... I'll see what I can do, bro, but, like, I don't like, have no, one just we, on the hand. We need one or we're going to blow up. Yeah, All like, right. I think he said, like, 10 minutes, too. Yeah, I think initially, yeah, he's like, it's 10 minutes out, and Ken was like, bro, that ain't going to work. We're going to get these motherfuckers <laughs> off here. <laughs> well, in the meantime, the cops find out who Payne is the ho- back at the precinct, and they get their squat, te- squat team their SWAT team together <laughs> after doing some squats. Killing those squats. <laughs> yep. The s- s- SWAT squats. So they head out over 
to Payne's house. Now, here's what I want to know. Why the fuck didn't good old Harry Temple anticipate that Homeboy would have his own home rigged up and ready to blow and be operating from somewhere else? I had the same thought. I was was thinking, why do they have a guy with a limp leg on point? (laughs) Shit, man. That's an even better question. Why is he out? Shit. He should be an office dude. Maybe he said, fuck it. Why wasn't he in the van? I don't know. But either way... Also, maybe he should have taken into consideration that if I can just, like, open up this guy's windows and slither into his house, he's not here. And this is a trap. Like, why would he make his own home so easy to break into if he was there? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. None of it adds up to something that this character or anyone should have done. It just is there to enhance the drama because they set off a bomb. Boom. Everyone gets blown back out the windows Except this time they're dead. Yeah, yeah. And this is where they kill Harry. Well, and that's when Payne calls Jack back up. He's like, yo, your boy's dead, bitch. Yeah, because Cannell's like, Harry, did we get him? He's like, oh, uh, he didn't hear, huh? He he walked into a bit of an explosive area. So he's like, here's the deal, motherfucker. Since you're the brawn here, not the brains. I killed the brains. Here's the drop point. Here's where you're going to leave this shit. Fuck off. I'll see you later. And Jack's pissed off. He destroys the phone. He's yelling and he's screaming. And Andy's like, what's up, baby? What's going on? Stop freaking out. We need you, dog. And he's like, we're all going to die here. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to die. Like, he seriously, like... Because he's been all, you know, focused on the mission for the whole movie, generally positive attitude. But after Harry gets killed and he gets the phone call, he just is like, we're all dead. I give up. Fuck this shit. And Andy's like, no, 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 no. Immediately he's like, wait, why does he call you a wildcat? And he's like, oh shit, you went to Arizona, University of Arizona. They're the wildcats, aren't they? So I I thought it was funny that he was calling her Wildcat throughout the movie. It was just a weird thing to call a random person. But I didn't put the University of Arizona thing together. Yeah, neither did I. I just figured it was... I don't even know why I thought he was saying it. It was just super strange. When they provide the answer, I'm like... Ah, again, if I'd been paying attention to the sweatshirt, because she was wearing the sweatshirt earlier. You could have seen it and known. It also puts context in the fact that he's watching football. Could have been watching college football. It probably was uh, a Wildcats game if you go back and look at whatever name was in the end zone. Yeah, or if you can even see that. Oh, you could see the end zone, but you couldn't see wherever they kept the score at back in 1994. You could barely see it back then for real on the TV. (laughs) Yeah. So once they find that he's able to watch them, they're able to loop it somehow. They go and they talk to the TV crew that's been filming on site. And they're like, plug into this UHF channel, intercept this feed, film it on a loop, and then we'll feed it back to this guy so we can unload everyone from the bus. And I'm like, yeah, okay. The way you're explaining that just makes me think of Wayne's World. (laughs) Well, it felt like like there's no way that that's actually how that would work. After they are, after they successfully jump a fifty foot gap, I'm able to buy a lot Anything. more of this bullshit, right? Oh no, listen, no, no, I'll buy any bullshit when you open up a movie with a guy getting stabbed in the head with a screwdriver. <laughs> if you're gonna open on that level, I'm just gonna take whatever you throw at me because I know I'm in for a wild ride. Right? Yeah, I'll this take- movie's gonna be nuts. So when I sit here and complain about the physics of this shit, like it doesn't really bother me as I'm watching the movie. Oh yeah, like I. 
suspend the shit out of my disbelief watching this movie. Oh, you have to. Because, I mean, it, this movie's so fun, too, on top of it, that it makes me just naturally suspend my disbelief. You have to with most action movies. Otherwise, it's a boring action movie. And that's not what I'm watching an action movie for. Am I going to fucking ridicule it afterwards? Maybe. But I'm still going to go back and watch this movie again at some point. I'm getting ahead of myself here. So that's when, uh, let's see here. We got the whole loop thing going on. Oh, the fuel's almost empty. Now we're down to Lieutenant says five minutes till it's here. And Jack's like, nope, cut that loop short. You only have a minute. You need to get this rolling right now. And if you do only a minute... And the guy's sitting there looking at it intently. You're on the risk of him seeing that it's a loop. Yeah. But fuck it. We got to go. And the lieutenant's like, all right, I guess I'm taking orders from you now. Let's go. And so they're able to successfully get all the people off of the bus. And except for Keanu and Sandy B. But they're able to miraculously slide away on the the floor panel that gets like <laughs> removed time and time again well again at this point in the movie they know if you're here with us still we're gonna do whatever we want now oh yeah we can do anything we want and you're gonna go and, and yeah, on top of a- it it's sandy b and keanu they're not killing both of these people that that doesn't necessarily mean anything in 1994 though you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think Keanu, I think Keanu was pretty well established here, but I don't know how established yeah, but they, they, they was. Are but they're not going to the kill leads him. in this movie. Oh, absolutely! You can kill off a lead though, but they already killed off. Here's the thing: they already killed off Harry. They're not killing anyone else that matters off. Yeah, that's how these things work. Well, the bus runs into a plane and then explodes. Yeah. So it's a gigantic explosion, way bigger than it needed huge. to be. But it was great. It blew a hole in the world. This is the other thing, though. I would think if they had a fucking bus driving around in an airport with a bomb on it, they would just shut everything the fuck down. Yeah. You would think so. Yeah. But obviously, no. People are still just driving around doing their jobs. (laughs) You got Planes got to fly. Can't delay them. That never happens. So at some point, Hopper does find out and he's furious that he didn't get to kill a bunch of people, right? So he's like, well, at least I'm still going to get my fucking money because I'll figure out a way to do it. He puts on his little cop outfit and he walks down and he like is like, hey, Sandy B, I need you to come this way with me because you like you can't be out over here. Like this is a little dangerous. And she's like, yeah, but Jack said and he's like, yeah, Jack's waiting for you over here, girl. Like, don't worry about it. So he like gets her as a hostage well, Keanu's there, everyone's there, and they're watching from, like, a barbershop or something, but he's late. Payne's late for the drop-off. Well, before they set this up, though, they didn't know that he knew that they all got off the bus. Because when they set up the drop, right, right, right. it was like, Keanu was yeah. like, he doesn't know. Well, yeah, because he spotted out the window after he noticed the loop, and he saw all the snipers they had out on roofs and in windows, and he didn't, they didn't realize that he was going to be anticipating them. Although, he was anticipating them at every turn any way because as we find out there's when keanu realizes he's late for the drop and runs out to the drop spot there's a hole cut into the ground so that the money that was dropped went straight down into this like underground whatever it was yeah it was like the like the subway or something like that something between like yeah the the, a mall and a subway and a whole bunch of other shit tunnel or something yeah yeah that part of yeah definitely the behind the scenes like maintenance area or whatever but that's where Sandy B is held captive with the dynamite vest strapped to her. And Harry or Howard Payne's got the trigger in his hand again. So it's like we're back in the opening 
hostage situation except this time the hostage is wearing the dynamite well he even says he's like you're not gonna shoot the hostage this time are you and that's why he's like he put that bomb on sandy b well Payne like gets on the train with sandy b gets everyone off the train for whatever reason he's like i don't want to have to kill anyone or deal anyone just get the fuck off here except for the conductor and they take off but then eventually after he handcuffs sandy b he just blows the conductor away too well because like he opens up the bag and fucking the blue dye goes off and well that's no no that's well that's after because Jack's been pursuing the whole time, and he's on the roof of the train now. Yeah. Because obviously he couldn't, he, no, he did get in, then he got back out again and went on the roof of the train, because that was the sneakiest way to get up to them. Apparently. So after he, after he, well, I guess he would see him coming down through the doors and stuff otherwise. But he hears him up on the roof, and he's like, oh, what's it going to take, a bribe? And when he goes and looks in his bag, the die pack goes off. Well, that prompted me to look up. I was like, is there any way to like get around that die pack? And uh, what I did read was like, if you wash it enough times and stuff like that, like you can get it looking distressed enough where you could pass it off. But I don't really know. Like I just did a real quick search on it. Well, beyond that, it's also pro- you can't trust that they aren't like marked bills yeah. in some other way. Or they already fucked you on the die pack. They might have fucked you in other ways too. Even if you do try to literally launder the money, I figured he would have like saw that coming too. Though we planned for all this other shit. How did he not plan for them putting a die pack in the fucking money? The only reason I could explain that a bit way would be like in the heat of the moment. Like he didn't expect Jack to keep on his ass so far that he's climbing on the roof of a train so in the heat of the emotion of like oh what's it gonna take a bribe and he whips the bag open like he just wasn't thinking it was pure gut like you're right because that character was literally one or two steps ahead of everyone at every turn here but he got fucked by the die pack and then they're fighting on the roof of the train also i was kind of thinking why would they put real money in that garbage for that for for him like why even go to the lengths of doing that i don't know it's probably standard procedure or a movie i don't man i don't know how do we even know it was real money i guess we don't it might have been fake money with a die pack and sequential numbers so this is where what hopper gets up to the top of the train now so they're both on the roof yep and they're fighting, and earlier when Keanu was on the roof, like, you see him roll out of the way from one of those, like, light things that's pushing down, so I'm like, oh, that's gonna come back, right? And funnily enough, when he's fighting fucking Hopper on the top, like, he sees it coming, and so he just shoves Hopper's head up, and his head gets taken off by one of those lights. But he just so in- decapitated, please, use the word, it's a beautiful word, beautiful Kappa word. Kappa was detated from his <laughs> But while all that's happening, Keanu happens to grab a hold of the trigger and just transfer it from the decapitated man's hand to his own. No problem. No bomb going off. And then he's able to go down and like go go disable that disable that bomb real easy on Sandy B and He's all like, oh, I've got some unfortunate news. The The railroad for the subway that we're on is not finished. Coming <laughs> back. It's coming back. It's like, of course it's not finished, right? L.A. not finishing their freeways, not finishing their railroads. But to be fair, in this front, there is a construction crew that's down there working on this one. 
That is true. But before that, we find out, oh, that's right. She's still handcuffed to this pole and no one's got a key. So they're trying to bust this pole down. It's not working. They're trying to just like pull her hands. That's when she's all like, she gets all like sad about it. And she just sits on the ground and then Keanu like sits with her and he's like, no, 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 no. Before that, though, and that's not why she didn't sit down necessarily because she's sad. It's also scary. Well, they're also Keanu's, trying to brace. Keanu's idea is, once again, go as fast <laughs> yeah. as I can, jump the rails and uh, then we'll be fine. Yeah, I love what he said. He's like, I'm going to speed it up. Yep. <laughs> Which they do. And Something they I saw up- real quick when I was looking up something on this movie. I think people have pointed out he pushes that lever the wrong way to speed up a train. <laughs> of course he does. Perfect. But they survive. They jump the rail. They destroy a whole bunch of public property. Whole bunch. They almost kill some people when they pop out out of the street, but they don't apparently. And then they just start making out hardcore. Do all these people come running and watching them making out and smiling? Oh, taking pictures. They are loving it. (laughs) Like, okay, do you think that they did in total with like the buses and all this shit? $3.7 $3.7 million or more in damage. Oh, easily. <laughs> could have just paid the guy oh, $3.7 and been done. Nah, nah, but now the guy's dead, and that's priceless. <laughs> Quicker than the justice system would have killed him. Yeah, but it would have cost, what, $10, $10 million in damage? It would have cost him $50 million in a fucking like, courtroom case or more. Dragging on and on and on forever somehow because it's California. So they probably still save money in the long run. But yeah, so that's how this movie ends is they're like making out and they're like, yeah, basically we're going to be like, they're like, well, if it doesn't uh, matter what they say, it's not even funny no. or interesting. It's just we're going to fuck now, basically. No, no, it, it it's exactly what it is because they're like, because they, earlier in the movie, like they say something about how relationships under extreme circumstances never last. And so they bring it up again here. And Sandra B- or Sandy B's all like, well, I guess we're going to have to base it on sex then. And Keanu's like, guess you're right. And then they make out. And that's how this movie ends. Like, this movie is fucking great. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into the rating for the movie Speed? As always, we've said too much already. All right. I guess it's that point of the podcast. We're going to rate the movie Speed on a 50 Randy Quaid's grading scale of 1 to 50 Randy Quaid's, where 1 is the worst, 50 is the best, and 2 to 49 is literally anything in between. IMDb rates the movie Speed 36.5 out of 50. Randy Quaid's. Who wants to go first, boys? I'm going to say I'll give this a 44, Randy Quaid's. I've seen it, I don't know, probably four or five times before this. It's been a few years. It's just great, mindless, dumb action nonsense. It's exactly what I want. It's got hot leads. It's got a great bad guy. It's got a great friend in Jeff Daniels. Even the fucking lieutenant holds his own throughout this whole movie. The bus patrons, like, the whole cast is really solid, does their job as well. The script is dumb as shit, but exactly what it needs to be. It's long. I'd say it's longer than it needs to be. It's almost two fucking hours. That's a lot. And I don't need the train subplot at the end. It's too much. I agree save, with that. Sa- save that for speed two. Off the rails, or whatever. I don't know what they call the actual one. Uh, a cruise control? Because it's on a boat. 
Oh, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> it's probably it's a terrible movie. Oh, I'm it's really bad. I'm loving that name. Cruise Control's real good, but I might have gone with Off the Rails and cut the... I, I think I like your idea better. But overall, just it's it's fucking it's a great watch. I will watch it again. I would recommend it. I'm pretty sure I own it, but if I don't, I'll remedy that soon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 44. Nah, fuck it. Bump it up to a 45. Let's do this thing. Let's go. Mr. Spade. Fucking 45, too. This is a great movie. Fucking 90s movies. Who doesn't like 90s movies? Probably people who don't have nostalgia for the 90s. Yeah, people not born in the 80s or 90s. I feel sad for those people. They feel sad for us. We all just feel sad. I'm sorry, Spade. You got Sandy B looking so good in this movie. Everybody's great. It's fucking fun. And the one thing, I really like the fucking main theme in this. It's so good. And now that I think about it, unless I'm getting it wrong, I kind of sounds like the Metal Gear Solid theme too. I think it's like, bump, 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 bump. Oh, it's awesome. I love, I love a lot I've of never play, I've movie. never played Metal Gear. But no, I forgot to mention the score throughout the whole thing. It even starts right in the opening credits, which are badass too because they interact with the environment. Like the names disappear as they go down the elevator shaft and the new one appears. And it's super dramatic. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. Oh, it's so good. But I don't own it. I need to own it. This is probably the second time I've watched this movie and... Uh, eight-ish months i know i've watched it recently-ish but yeah that's what i got i would watch it again for sure and recommend it go watch speed all right so initially i fought with what i should rate this i was like i was like man i can't rate this a 50 can i and so i initially i feel like you say that every time you rate something a 50 i put down a 48 but then talking about it i gotta bump it up this has a good young keanu Playing a perfect role. Uh, my girl Sandy B looking great, acting great, doing great in the movie speed. Dennis Hopper fucking killing the villainy in this movie. We got Harry, you know, in a different life when he never met Lloyd, becoming a cop, you know, and he's married and then he dies in an explosion. It, this movie is fucking great. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Even the parts that were ridiculous, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh or just smile and like cheer when I'm on my couch watching this movie. I really enjoyed it. I would recommend that everybody watch this movie. Everybody should see the movie Speed. I do not own it and I will be trying to figure out if I can buy a two pack of Speed 1 and 2 on Blu-ray. You might as well get the shitty one with the good one. Why not, right? It might even be cheaper. Cruise, cruise control. But uh yeah, I actually saw Speed 2 in theaters. The only way that would work for me is if Tom Cruise is also the villain in it, though. Oh, I think it might be, like, Willem Dafoe. I need to watch this movie if it's Willem Dafoe. Oh, we might be doing it for 50 Ratty Quades. No. Don't make me watch it again. Or don't make me watch it, period. Let me let me do that on my own. Either way, you guys should watch Speed. I'm going to give it a 50 out of 50 Randy Quaid's. I'm going to buy it. I think everybody should see it. I will see it again, especially if I'm going to buy it, right? But uh, I think we can all agree that uh, you can catch all of our new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, 50randyquades.com. Next time on 50 Randy Quaid's, episode 151. Tombstone. Ooh. 
We're going back to the old west. I can fuck with that. When we watch Tombstone. That's nice. I didn't know how you guys would react to that one. Oh, I've, no, I'm I've seen it a handful of times. I, remember I haven't watched it, it. In, I haven't watched it in a long time, but it was one of those ones. It's I got watched a great it. cast. It was one of those ones I watched when it came out in whatever ninety four or maybe even earlier. I don't remember ninety three. I didn't like get it, but it was cowboys doing cowboy shit, so I loved it. And I watched it again in like high school, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" I thought about it earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And then I was just sitting here, and I googled nineties movies. That was the first thing that popped up. I was like, "Well." I guess that answers your question. Yep. <laughs> so until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace out. <laughs>